What up, beautiful people? You already know what it is. It's time for another episode of the Afternoon Squeeze. I am one of the two hosts, Nate Jackson, and along with me is... Brittany Free. Hey, let's talk about it. I actually wanted to start with... I. I think maybe the worst topic we have on our list of things to talk about, and then like we can move our way up, kind of. Well, they're all kind of weird, but this is probably the worst one. So kind of just like maybe a PSA for all the ladies and everybody who has a woman in their life to stay safe and be alert, um, because there's been some crazy stories trending on TikTok, on Instagram about uh, potential human trafficking attempts. Uh and it's, I, I know that it happens, but I guess I just feel like it's kind of crazy that it's being so, I don't know, just like, it's just common to hear about those stories now. Whereas before, like, maybe you didn't really hear about it. But okay, so a couple of things I've seen. There was a woman that says she went to a restaurant with her husband. Um celebrating her birthday so they had a couple drinks they came out to the car afterwards and she noticed that there was a balled up napkin in the handle and she's already kind of germaphobe or whatever so she used her acrylic nails to pinch it with just like the tips of her nails and pull it out of the handle but then she grabbed the door handle with her bare skin her hand her hand and got into the car and then started to feel a little weird afterwards and um, I don't remember what the exact symptoms were, but she knew something wasn't right. So she had her husband take her to the hospital and found out that she had acute poisoning from an unknown substance. So they weren't able to identify exactly what it was, but it was definitely some sort of attempt to like get her, you know? That's crazy. So she didn't even really, she didn't touch the tissue. If she had grabbed it, whole hand, palm, fingerprints, and all that, she'd be in a serious... She'd be dead right now? I would think that maybe she would have maybe passed out or become unconscious outside of her car as opposed to just like kind of making that little little bit of contact and being able to get into the car and be a little bit safer. I, when people do that, I wonder, do they even scope out to see okay, she's by herself or she's with somebody else or they're just like, whatever, the luck of a draw, we'll keep an eye out on it. I don't know. What if it was a dude in that car? Then I guess they're going to tear that ass up. Ew. Okay, so another one. But here's the thing. They for sure are scoping. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like it was probably like a pink Honda or the license plate said girl power or they just watched her before they. Yeah, or, or they watched her park. Uh huh. Stuck the napkin in and then waited. You know what I'm saying? Because had she grabbed it with her hand, whatever it is that you touch it with your nails and you barely even touch the su- the the surface that it was on before. If you had real contact with that, I just don't see her getting in the car. I don't see that. Right. Being it. I don't see moving a tissue, walking around the car, getting in it, and being able to pull off successfully. Like at the very least, slumped. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And. They had to be somewhere close. Like they had to know. Right. It's it's time to run back the run back the tape on the security cameras. Yeah. In the and why didn't area. they do that? Uh, I wonder. <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, I also don't know based off the details you just said where she was parked or uh, if it was somewhere that was likely to have security cameras. But that's that's a trip. 
here's the thing that gets me is one, I didn't know there was a substance out there that could do that just off of just grazing it. And then two, the fact that somebody has weaponized it into a way to snatch entire humans is just nuts to me. Yeah, what if like too much was like what if she was smaller and it was like way too much of a dose and then she dies like that's... I don't know. Are they just waiting in a van with the antidote to like give to her once they got her to wake tied her up? Yeah. Stuff? I have no idea. Where are they taking these women? So that Where's one the next step like where yeah. do they so they grab somebody and take them where? Are they like the movies? Are they just in a basement doping them up and getting them strung out on heroin and like what what are they what is what is next? Cuz if it's this prevalent like shouldn't the feds just be finding gaggles of people everywhere? Mhm. Right. Like houses where they are keeping them or are they going outside of the country? Are we our own are we our own enemy for like depending on cell phones so much that like really all they have to do is grab you and then take your phone cuz you don't know a single phone number? Well, speaking of our own enemy, there was another story where a girl was at Walmart mm. and she was approached by, she was a black woman. She said she was approached by people that looked like her, a woman and a man. Mm-hmm. And they were talking to her about their perfume line that they had just made and wanted her to check it out so they could support her. And they sprayed it on her so that she could smell it on her skin. And she said she hadn't even sniffed it yet, but she had like inhaled at that at the same time as pulling her hand up and instantly start to feel lightheaded and dizzy and she knew something was wrong. And so she pulled her phone out to try and take a picture of them because like it, it immediately clicked and she started making her way back to her aunt. She was with somebody and this they started to the leave. Store? Yeah. Inside of a Walmart, two o'clock in the afternoon. And the, the couple just sprayed her and walked off? Well, I think, I don't know if they were expecting for her to react. Right. So vigilant vigilantly i guess just like tr- pulling out her phone to take a picture or like calling out to her aunt i, I don't know if they thought maybe she would have just knocked out and they could just take her but how like weird that would have been if they're just moving a slump body outside of walmart like nobody would have said anything i wonder if she if whatever they sprayed makes her slump or if it just makes her like very vulnerable to suggestion okay yeah she's like wide-eyed and they're like just follow us just walk with us Mm -hmm. and she like went and told the walmart people nobody cared yeah i also saw another video where like this guy got dared this isn't about human trafficking but it was this little quick little sidebar this guy got dared by his boys to smoke weed in a lowe's and so he was like smoking and like the employees were just walking by he was like kick me out of the store i have to smoke until i get kicked out and they're like dude you can smoke in here we don't care no one's gonna kick you out it's they're like, it's not my problem. Like, I've hit this bong 16 fucking times. Please, somebody kick me out. That's kind of scary. Yeah. So, like, employees are like, they, they, yeah, I'm, look, I'm doing my job, man. It is what it is, all that extra stuff. But that kind of, like, kind of speaks to the point that I was, was feeling like we're getting to a point where these sick people are making, us too scared to want to help anybody a stranger or even interact with anybody because we always have to be cautious like what's their ulterior motive are they going to try and hurt me i actually in our neighborhood neighborhood app i've seen a couple people post about um 
somebody knocking on their door. Mm-hmm. And this one's kind of old, like an older run, I feel like. People knocking on the door asking for help or if they can use their phone, their cars broke down, they need to call for help. And then as soon as they open up the door, they push past them to rob them or I don't do... A home invasion? Yeah. So it's like you can't even... What if somebody was really in need of help? They're just going to have to be in need of help. It just sucks. That, that's, that, that's, why, that's, that's why you see me when I answer the door. I, I literally have the blammy on me. How can I help you? They don't see it because I got it behind the door. But if they're going to try to push past, that's be the last push past that they do. <laughs> <laughs> then we could call 911 to come pick this nigga up. Well, I guess that's kind of clutch to have things like the ring doorbell or... I didn't realize after I had uh, asked for suggestions on if the ring doorbell was worth it, that there's so many different types of that video camera type ring uh, doorbell. Mm. Um, there's a whole bunch of different brands, but I guess that's kind of cool to have that so that you can, if somebody does approach your door, you just say, hey, what do you need? You don't have to put yourself in a position of danger to yeah, actually they have it where you can interact through this little ring bell. Like they can hear you, you can hear them. Right. Yeah. So that's kind of I've seen some funny videos like that where little kids are playing on a porch and voice just comes on, get your ass off my porch. <laughs> you know, but there, I just saw another video where like it, it literally asked like, would you open the door? What would you have done? And mm-hmm. basically this girl comes up and she's just all in dismay, like you're saying. And she's like, my car died right down there, like on the other side of that street right there. And you're the only house with porch lights on. Do you have a phone that I could use? And they're like, no, I'm sorry. I don't have a phone that you can use. And he closes the door, and then like as soon as it closes, a whole a dude runs up to the porch trying to get in. I seen but that it was one, yeah. Locked. But they have the whole thing on ring footage, and the dude was wearing a mask, and the girl wasn't. So, you know, I'd imagine they got caught. That's scary. Very, very scary. I would. I wonder oh, I if like crime this. was up during COVID because everyone was masked, and they just aren't reporting those numbers. A masked man, a masked assailant did this, did that. Well, everyone's masked. Yeah. And and I think now it's to the point where going back to the Lowe's employees, like people are just like, I don't want to get involved. It's not worth my mom works at a grocery store and people are in their shoplifting all the time. They're really? leaving out with grocery carts with um detergent and diapers and steaks and stuff like that. And they'll say something like um, I can help you check out or, you know, try and be nice about it. Like, let them know, like, I caught your ass. Right. But once they leave the door, they can't do anything. And why would you risk your life? Because those people are going to fight back. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not worth it. But don't they just basically watch them, take a mental note, and be like, that guy steals? Or like, okay, this is kind of sus. Like, who's coming in here buying all of the high-priced items? Mm-hmm. Who's really going to get all this detergent, all these diapers, all this formula? lobster tails you know just all at the same time yes right do you call it a shopping cart or do you call it a buggy it's a shopping cart okay who calls it a buggy i don't know i don't know if it's a regional thing or if it's like an age thing i call it a cart what region i don't know that's what i was just i was just throwing it out there like is it people call it buggies and i think it's weird yeah i don't know i'm i may have heard somebody say buggy once maybe it's like an older person thing maybe you have another abduction story? Um, And then the last one was the zip tie thing. And didn't you send me that video? Absolutely. A, a few people sent me that one. Anytime I see something that I think you should know about, it's not to scare you. I want you to be aware. Just be aware. There was a father that said he lived in a rural area uh, like 40 minutes from the big city. And his daughter, who was 
the 19, 20, 21, or 22, whatever. She was, you know, on the younger side of the game, uh, was, like, working in the city. So she would commute in, and it was a nightlife job. Yeah. So she would return home at 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning, and he said she'd come home and go in the house and go to sleep, and then he'd go out early in the morning, 9, 10 o'clock, whatever, 7 or 8, whatever, and he's, like, mowing the lawn or whatever. And he started to notice uh, one evening on the passenger side back door handle there was a zip tie not tight just kind of loosely on there and he cut it off and he didn't say anything and he didn't think anything of it it was like that was weird and then the next day she came home and there was a new zip tie and he cut that one off and he was like that's a note of it very peculiar and he didn't want to wake her up and ask her what it was about well the third day that she came and there was another zip tie on there he cut it off, and then uh, he called his brother, who is a, or his brother-in-law. Who's in law enforcement of some sort, right? Yeah, and he's a detective. And he said, hey, man, I found a zip tie on this car handle. Uh, what is what is this? Is this something the kids are doing? You know, is this, is what is my daughter doing? Is this a new thing? Like, put the zip tie on the car, and you're lit? Right. Like, what's going it's on? Like the new and he said that his brother-in-law, who's in law enforcement's face, just dropped. And he was like, if you see that, you cut it off immediately. They're marking her car and her as a target for abduction. Because she's a vulnerable person. Well, they're, they're already marking it. So it's on there. And then you're outside trying to figure out how to get the zip tie off your car. And then you get snatched. Oh, okay. So I was wondering, like, what what do they act when they see that it has been removed? But how would they know if they keep adding it? So, okay. So if she's out there trying to get it off, yeah. that gives them, she's... Distracted. At three in the morning, she's distracted. She's trying to cut it. She's yeah. looking for something sharp. So she got her door unlocked, center console open, wow. or whatever, just trying to cut this thing off. And then boom, they come up, snatch her up. Okay. So wow. I sent it to scary. you so that it's like, um, one, if you have something on you sharp that you can just walk by it, same speed, and like snip and keep going, mm-hmm. fine. Otherwise, bring your ass home. Get to a. Safe space. Get to a safe space. And I'm not even talking a well-lit gas station. That's not enough. Mm-mm. I'm talking about you need to get to, you know, you need to go somewhere. You need to go to a police station and cut this thing off. Yeah. Or pull up to the police station and ask them to cut it off and say, hey, I work over at such and such and this was on my car. Maybe you guys Because obviously they're casing that area. Yeah. And they're close by. Mm-hmm. They didn't just put that on there to watch you drive 40 minutes away with it. They're close by. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine, like, realizing that? And tracking it and then setting up a sting operation and shit. And then Olivia Benson can come and arrest them. Who's Olivia Benson? Uh-uh. I told you about this already. She's from Law & Order, SVU. Which lady is that? The one with the eyes? She's the lady. So the one with She's the that eyes. bitch. Is that the one where there's always bodies torn up? What? I'm thinking about bones. I'm sorry. I have been watching. I'm on the last season of Bones now, so you won't be seeing that anymore. How many seasons are there? Twelve. Well, before you start New York Undercover, I think there's better stuff you can watch. Uh, I'm on episode two of no. New York Undercover. I, see you. I came in here and I was like, no, this is not <laughs> what we're doing. Okay, but Dick Wolf, I didn't realize he did that show and he does Law and Order, so it's like right up my alley. Mm-hmm. And they got everybody on there. Yes. Gladys Knight was singing. Yes. You seen it? Yes. Like when I was watching or before? You watched it when it came out. When did when, when would I have seen you watch it? 
I was watching it this morning. I don't know. So yeah. how did you know Gladys Knight was on it? Because I know about New York Undercover. Oh. Yeah. Have you not seen it? No. Like, I knew about it. Like, I knew my mom watched it when I was growing up. Well, go it was, ahead and watch it then. It was that shit. Malik Yoba was fire. And, and the intro was dope. Mm-hmm. How many seasons do they have? Four, I think. I know it stopped out of nowhere. Yeah, I was like, well, why? And Dick Wolf, his shows run. Exactly. I think uh, Law & Order has been on for like 22 years or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if he had a, a viewership issue because New York Undercover was more of a niche or uh, if the talent was trying to renegotiate too much money Hmm. Or if they were just being divas, so he was like, "This is ridiculous." Right. I got fourteen seasons of this other show, and everyone comes together without problem. I got four seasons with the blacks, and, I, and they're smoking on set. I can't even get them there. Huh? I, don't I know. wonder. I just put some stereotypes to it. I have no idea. But Malik. But Yoba it was, was hella urban. And, to be honest with quotes. you, that was at Malik Yoba, as established and talented of an actor he is, that was like his biggest bag. Because after that stop, this was like a, a, a chase to try and. Really? Because yeah. he's been in some movies. Yes, but nothing like the nothing like the heat that this show was. Like that's the thing that when it, when you see him now, you'd be thinking, oh, he's from New York Undercover. Definitely but especially not. his partner, um, whatever that dude's name was, the Puerto Rican guy. Uh-huh. I looked him up to see, like, okay, so I know Malik Yoba, but he's been in shit after this. What has? Um, I think his name is like Michael De La Garza or something like that. Right. That's Marissa's last name. That's not his. I don't know. But um. He was in some random ass shit after that. Like it seems like he was working, but not in any anything really big. Really? So, I just wanted to say this. It's not our stories, but it is from our life. You have been trying to get good rest at night. Uh huh. We have a new neighbor. Okay, <laughs> we do. <laughs> Tell him how. He- <laughs> You've been interacting with the neighbor. Well, because it's been such beautiful weather lately, mm-hmm. I've been sleeping with the window open at night because it's been woo, crisp, so nice. So that good air has been coming in at night, and I've been being waking up at like random hours, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock in the morning to what sounds like a woman in distress distress outside that's a stretch (laughs) okay but okay so when you're in a deep sound like she's in distress when you're in a deep sleep and you don't know like what like i literally woke up thinking there's a woman outside crying Mm -hmm. and so i was concerned stabbed in the same spot over and over again and so literally what i'm thinking is shit so should i go out there and check on them or should I call the police? What if they're luring me out there to help this woman and then they snatch me up? Mm-hmm. And then I listen and listen a little bit more and I realize, oh, the neighbors are just fucking. And Hard. I can hear them, not through the walls, but because their window is open and it's coming back through our window. Mm-hmm. And this has been multiple times. At, like I said, three, four o'clock in the morning. During a weekday, it's not like they're getting lit on the weekend, which is just a random ass Tuesday, you fucking, at 3.40 for 45 minutes? It's longer than that. This nigga's impressive. Okay. <laughs> not impressive. It's impressive. I'm not even going to hold you. As a man, who my neighbor is doing something special over there. Okay? I don't know if he's off a goddamn blue pill. 
a blue pill or some type of rhino, some gas station shit. But he's over here uh, consistently in pound town mode for like an hour and 15 minutes straight. No breaks. No gaps. And I don't know at what point the lady starts making those sounds, but she is she's making noise for that entire time. They're just kind of unattractive. Who is? The sounds. I mean, is it? Well, to me. Yeah, but if you're the one doing the fucking and you hear your fucking doing all that noise making. Well, you know that the noise is become is coming from what you're doing. But like, yeah. can, can't you there, still like think like, girl, there, why you got to sound like that? That's not even sexy. She's over there making whatever noise comes out. And he he don't give a fuck for an hour and 15 minutes. He don't give a fuck. I told him. You were outside when I got home, and I said, you need to go in the house and talk to the neighbors. <laughs> it's the first time I didn't seen him. I need to address this. <laughs> I said, brother, listen. My neighbors, my neighbors, sir, friends, sir. <laughs> um, I don't know if you don't like that girl at all or if you like her too much. But whatever is going on over here is too loud. I'm coming home to an exhausted girlfriend that can't get any sleep. She sleeps light. And you, I mean, if you're going to do all of that, if you're going to keep up all that commotion, close the window at the very least. I'm sure you can hear that shit through the wall too, but you can earplug that and go to sleep. But sir... <laughs> Suggestion, if you don't mind. He was like, what's up? I'm like, a sock, maybe, Shut in your mouth? <laughs> or how about you guys put yourselves on the internet fucking like that, and then you don't even have to live in this area. You can go get you a big-ass mansion somewhere. Get your ass at OnlyFans. Get you an OnlyFans and just do that for an hour and 15 on camera. Go live and just just be on there packing her out because it's, it's impressive. The nigga sounds like there's an Avenger next door fucking somebody. And he's just a little light-skinned dude. Was he, uh, is he light-skinned? Is that considered light-skinned? Burnt sienna? I don't know. Orange-ish black? Whatever he is, he's black and he's black in several nationalities. But he's over there. Little fella. Little fella putting in that work. The thing is that this neighborhood, besides, I guess, us and him, every other house has children in it. And... Yeah, all the other houses across the way, they got kids. Maybe not that um that military couple with the nice grass the Asian um family over there. Maybe they don't have kids. But there's mostly kids in every house. And so I I feel like if I were a parent, I wouldn't want my kids having to hear that. I mean, the kids are asleep. And the way our houses are set up, the master bedrooms are all facing the street side. So most of the kids, if they do live in here, are the furthest back from the window that was You're open right. anyway. You're right. Uh-huh. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, that's that. But, I mean, ever since that talk, well, that was just yesterday. But it was quiet. But they don't really be getting it popping on the weekend anyway. So she doesn't live here. She doesn't? No, that's, oh, sorry, that was a question. So she doesn't live here or? No, nah, he was like, look, man, I just moved into this spot. I'm a bachelor. They be acting up when they see the pad, bro. They so, doing extra shit over here. So it's different girls. No, we just you know we just say that. Oh, you know 
I was gonna say because I be seeing the same car and I be hearing the same woman. Y'all, y'all don't even know. One, I even like was letting Riley out one night, What's or this? in the morning before work, and they were going at it. And What's their window it sound was, like to you? It it sounds like ugly. <laughs> like you mimic it. No. Uh, just do like one little. No. Just do one bar. I don't. We still and then the, we'll say and. It's that for an hour and 15 minutes. For an hour and 15 minutes. You won't do it. I did it. Now they know. Yeah. There you guys go. It's impressive, though. I'm, I have to reiterate. Whatever he's doing over there. Or maybe I wouldn't mind if it sounded better. But if her moans weren't so ugly, I think that's the thing I that bothers know, me. Because you don't hear no cheeks getting clapped. You just hear her. Mm-hmm. Right. So I don't know what what is the speed he chose. I don't know if he's just pack, 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 pack. Like you don't hear nothing. You just hear all the yelling. Well, maybe she ain't got no ass. The well, you fuck hear cheeks. What does that mean? Well, well, do cheeks still clap if there's no ass? Yeah, it's just a pelvic hitting a, a, a pelvic. High fives make noise. Oh, sorry. I'm thinking from the back. You're the one that don't want to make the sound, and now everyone who's listening to the show knows your little freaky ass. I thought from the back. Well, I mean, wouldn't you think you're like you don't hear no cheeks, no cheeks clapping? You Did you know. say that? <laughs> yes, and you were here. Okay, so I was like, am I making that up? So I'm, so I'm thinking cheeks clapping is from the back. Cheeks clap in every position. It's a pelvic hitting a pelvic. It's just huh. a different sound, thump or. Psh, psh, psh. Either way, we don't hear body to body contact. We hear okay, yeah. Bottom line, her losing it like he's stabbing her with a pen and then twisting it slowly for an hour and fifteen minutes. It's crazy. So I just, I had to talk to him. He's like, "I got you, man. My bad, my bad, bro. I know, I know, I know. I I noticed the window was open. I was like, damn, I'm wondering if everybody can hear. I'm like, yeah, nigga. Yes, the entire every time pulled out folding chairs and was sitting on the porches <laughs> like there was fucking fireworks being lit. <laughs> <laughs> Just listening, like he's still going. Yeah, that motherfucker got it. And one of them over there's African. He was like, I do not believe he is still going. <laughs> it must be him and two friends in there with him, and they are taking ten. Yes. Like, no, that is the same guy, <laughs> fucking like that. I have all of my children cumulatively from sex that is not this long. <laughs> That's you got four hilarious. kids off of less than an hour and 15 minutes of sex total. That was the first time y'all met? Uh, no, I met him one other time real quick. Like he just came out. He was like, what up? Hey, you Nate, ain't you? I was like, fuck. That damn neighbor knows me. Well, he you like, have a, the Nate Mobile outside. No, so, like, I ain't it. He was like, no, nah, I mean, I know you, bro. I know such and such and such and such. I was like, okay. And he was like, hey, it's just me and my kids over here, man. You know, mostly me and my kids sometimes, but ain't going to be no hot shit, man. I promise. Ain't going to be no hot shit over here. I was like, uh, okay. That's what's up. Well, I would like that reassurance. Thank you. I was wondering, because when, when I first seen them pull up, he was like, I did this shit for y'all. But then I was like, I ain't heard no kids since. He said, I did this shit for y'all? Yeah, like, <laughs> yes, the windows were open then, too. And I heard him, like, getting all excited, like, looking at the house. You see this? I did this shit for y'all. 
Yeah, but it's a process. You know, if you're trying to get your kids or custody or spend time with your kids, the judge is going to be like, well, where do you live? What kind of place do you got? Mm -hmm. Do you have enough rooms and shit to support the kids being there, living there, sleeping there? And, uh, you know, he may have just had his visitation that day to be like, I did this shit for y'all. Interesting. I'm working on it. Daddy's trying to get it together. Well, they about to be coming to visit their sibling soon because- Facts. That kind of fucking creates kids. There ain't no goddamn way it don't. I can't even believe it. This nigga's impressive. Mm. Have you ever heard of uh, daddy do-overs? What's that? Well, you know mommy makeovers, right? Mm -hmm. So I guess daddy do-overs are kind of a thing, which I didn't know. And men are starting to get into the plastic surgery activity like women are. So, uh, And I guess BBLs are slowing down as women are starting to get more sick. Or no, I guess they're just going for a natural look is what the article is saying. But yeah, how about it's just a very dangerous surgery and um, most of these BBLs look dumb. Like your ass doesn't match your legs. It's ridiculous. I saw ridiculous. a girl last night at the concert that I don't know her, but I, I feel like I've seen her before. It's like, it's an attractive girl. And she got one and she fucked her body up. Well, why didn't you point it out at the time? You weren't with me. I went to the bathroom. Oh. I came back. Like, I, I literally was just walking to the bathroom, and she was walking by. She was, like, eating to fry or something. I was like, I feel like I've seen her before. Where did I know her from? And it's oh, not. Oh, come on. I mean, it, it, her shit looked like a, a di like a full diaper on a toddler. Like, oh. oh, you need to be changed. Like, that's what it looked like. And, and I wonder if they realize that, like, when they... Well, I guess you can't because you have to go through all that healing, right? Yeah, but like, I think this is what I think. I think like, if they do the steps right, like if they do the healing stuff right, that they end up looking right. Okay. But when they don't listen and they're sitting on it and all, like it's getting shaped and molded that whole time. Your body's yeah. trying to figure out what should, what are we trying to do with all this? Well, I think they. That makes sense. If they don't wear their their outfit or if they're if their outfit ain't tight, like because it's supposed to be. Crazy tight, like just supposed yeah, to. Yeah, they're supposed to have like the body shape. It could take two people putting that damn thing on that you're supposed to wear for what a month. Okay. So I think if they don't put it on as tight, or if they're like I'll be I and don't wear it, that it just heals. However, because hers looked dumb as fuck. Like you, I guess you're looking for like the little spade, you know, without the tail, upside down heart. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Her shit looked like the infinity sign. I don't. Ooh. It was crazy. Well, I guess the daddy do-overs, men are getting lipo in their pee-pees. To make them smaller? Wait, are they getting lipo in their pee-pees? Whatever they're... What the no, they're getting... a pee-pee? They're getting shit added, so it's making it, like, bigger. What's a pee-pee? You know what a pee-pee is. Say it. A penis. No. That's what it is. This is a black household. So anyway, Say it. that and then they're getting, I guess they're getting lipo to get their- You guys said it, didn't you? The, As you listened to the show, you were like, girl, just say dick. We're adults. Well, I don't say that. Well, I do and this is part of the juice I squeeze. Okay, so you say it. Don't make me say it. Well, you're talking like a scientist about dicks. But this is like about surgery, so- 
Scientists do surgery? Anyway, so they're just trying to get like six packs and shit like that. On their dicks? Well, no. That's part of the, that's the other part <laughs> of like, the daddy duo. But dick? I thought that was weird. Like, I don't know what the procedure is called when they're getting like fat added to their penis so it could be bigger. And obviously, it's, I don't think it's going to be longer, but it's going to be like wider. Really? Is that, I've never heard of anything like that. Which, like, if it's short, what's the point? Right. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just thinking, what the fuck? If they go and do that and the girl be like, why? Why would you waste your money on this? Okay. New story. Immediately right now. Why? Because I just saw it. Okay. Do you remember the guy, the big black guy, that went to McDonald's covered in monkeypox? Did you see that? Wait, I think I seen this. When that was fake and he's pr- promoting a song? I mean, I don't know, but he went to McDonald's covered okay. in monkeypox and everybody was like, yo, why, why would, would you, you do, do that? that? Yeah. And so now they are showing a makeup artist is the one that doctored him up. Uh-huh. He's like, check out my music. Uh-huh. So yeah, you have seen it. And the other thing that I thought was kind of clever and I was going to tell you about it was that he left fake parking tickets on people's uh car and so when they looked at it to pay it there's like one of those square things that you scan and it's to his music yeah Mm. that's creative as hell but also i feel like if you knowingly are infected and you're going out that should be a crime right and why wasn't he arrested like if you knowingly infect people when you have HIV, that's a crime, right? Yeah. That's attempted murder or something. Yes. Well, now people are like, I'm never going to listen to his music. Someone call him out already. (laughs) Health department came knocking at his door. McDonald's lawyers pulled up. All kind of stuff. Really? Somebody's like, can I sue him for distress? Because this scared me. And now I don't want to go to McDonald's because... Monkeypox people can be in the drive-through and then it's contagious. And now, just off a quarter pounder, I could catch monkeypox. He hurt McDonald's sales, like not directly, but indirectly hurt their sales because they're just allowing whoever to come through the drive-through. It's just they can't keep anyone from coming through. But this is why the drive-throughs during the height of Corona were like plasticed up, handing you stuff, like giving you things with tongs, mm-hmm. all kind of stuff. Yeah, that, I remember my Chick-fil-A, they were just like passing the the food tray. Mm-hmm. Like, set your money on there. Um, there was, there was a place girl that, that added a slide. What? <laughs> they added a slide. So there's a slide that came from above the window and it dropped the food into your car. And then there was a slide that you could put the money in and it would slide down into the building. Oh, so that's cool. However, I guess with the monkeypox, there was a woman who worked at a gas station who was telling her story, and she got it from touching the money. Yeah, so, but we don't even know. So, like at this point, like they should just be going whatever, like cashless, just paying with your phone or whatever. What is that called? Contactless. Yeah. Yeah, but here's the thing. Between these fake tickets and this monkey park prank, like people are talking about canceling him, yes. But if he can keep, 
being this ridiculous, he's gonna blow up. Um, what do they say? All uh, press is good press. And it's not all good. Well, he's but getting I, all the attention right now. It's, he has to have another banger like that. Two more, three more. Like it needs to be like, what else is he up to? But then that we're gonna know, like, oh, you're the monkeypox guy. Yeah, it's like we're we're in on it, and no one else is. That's that's the gist. We're in on it, and nobody else is. And so we're watching the the video that he posts, and we know it's not real the whole time. And then we're just looking at the people who comment that don't know. We're looking at the, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then like we're in on it, other people aren't. That's the only way. But you, he should just keep on doing stuff. He should, he should keep. If if but here's the thing: no one's gonna give a fuck about the music. They're just gonna be like, look at this crazy motherfucker doing these wild ass pranks and all this stuff. Okay, then he has to have a song that is straight fire. Yeah, to drop like. Black Youngster. Black Youngster was just a wild, crazy personality with a crazy Instagram live and all that. And then he dropped an LP. And on it, at least two were bangers. And people were like, wait a minute. Then he got signed. And he's a legit artist. Okay. But this ain't the way to do it. Not with no monkeypox. No, nah, he's playing with fire. Yeah, but, but I'm saying, I see, I see the yeah, like what else? The game the, plan here. What else did he have on the whiteboard? He was like potential things that I could do that would go national to go viral. Yeah, what can I do? Maybe we cross the monkey pock one off and we do one of the other ones that doesn't involve playing with a a, a pandemic yeah level threat. Or if anything, he should have, like, that should have been the first thing he showed mm-hmm. was him getting the makeup put on and then going to the drive-thru to get the reaction, mm. but not putting that out first. Then we, we think you actually have it mm-hmm. and knowingly inf- infecting people. And then you tell us afterwards it's a joke. Like, nah, bruh, you already pissed me off. Mm-hmm. And then, like, while he's getting the makeup done, then he can play his music in the background. If it's that good, people will start using it for their TikToks. They'll try and download it. There's a whole uh, playlist on Spotify. There's, like, poppy music on TikTok that people don't know other than hearing it from TikTok. Yeah. And there's people grabbing those songs and making remixes, trying to make club bangers with those songs at the base of them. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, Lil' Keem had the joint. Last night at the Kendrick Lamar concert was like, it can always be dark or whatever it is. It can uh-huh. always be light. And I think that's the voice from Batman, from the Batman movie. Oh, okay. It cannot always be light from like when Bane was in there, Batman Returns. And, and you know, then they put a beat on that thing and he came out rapping. The thing that I think is annoying is like when these people, uh, these TikTok artists are remaking songs and then their remake is getting popular and then that's what the people know not realizing that it was the original song before right and that just made me feel like an auntie just saying that <laughs> you sound like an auntie saying that yes i'm like first of all that's not even the original song why do you guys like that shit right well, i saw two little 
two little boys. They're like brothers. Um, and they listen to old music <gasps> for the first time in their lives. Okay. Not realizing like these were slappers. Like they're listening to number ones and it's all just foreign to them. They're shocked by it. What was... I seen one, the meeting in my bedroom. Uh-huh. Um, and r- literally just acting like, okay, I like when they did the... Uh, acting like it's a brand new song. Right. Like, bruh, this, <laughs> this shit isn't still a classic for no reason. Right. It's honestly kind of embarrassing. Like, wow, you guys are really young to not have known that that song played. I mean, but that existed before them. Damn. You know, yeah, they were not born when that came out. They were made to it. But like that shit wasn't played in the household when their mom cleaned up on Sundays. No, you don't play meeting in my bedroom to clean up the house. You don't the, know. The mom was listening to that song when she consummated them. Okay. They <laughs> wouldn't know what the song is. I don't know. Just saying, meeting in my bedroom is strictly for fucking. It's obvious. It's a meeting. In, we have a meeting in my bedroom. 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 But when you're a kid, you don't know what that what music is saying. Don't you just know the songs. Meeting in my bedroom is not hard for a kid to comprehend. You don't know. Maybe they're like, oh, my friends come over and we play in my bedroom. Sure. You're thinking like, what are we going to do in the bedroom and during the meeting? Yeah. But. Yeah. As a kid. Girl, please don't be late. Okay. As a kid, did you not sing I'm Next Too Close? Yeah. Did you know what they were talking about? Yeah. Well, I sure as hell didn't. And you were dancing in the club like, this is my jam. Well, yeah, as an adult. I but- mean, there's plenty of songs where they just are slapping and you don't know what it's about. Mm-hmm. I mean, down, down, baby, yo street in a roller coaster. Streets zoom, zoom, the baby. You need to let it go. Mm-hmm. That song's about a drive-by. Yeah, didn't know that when I was singing it yeah. until an adult, like, damn, this Superman is violent. That hoe. <laughs> What's that one? Superman in a hoe? Yeah. I swear you have sex and then nut on her shoulders and then press the little sheet on the nut and her shoulders and let it dry. What? So when she gets up, she has on a cape. Superman at home. How did you not know that? Why would I know that? That's why they have Spider- And why was he singing that? He was is he not my age? Why was he making a song about that? Spider-Man that hoe. Web sling. Okay, there's a song called Spider-Man Now? Yes. Oh, my gosh. How do you not know this? Why would I know that? I was an innocent high schooler. Wait, what song did that come out? I mean, uh, what time did that come out? I was in high school, right? Hell, I don't know. Spider-Man at Ho. No, I never heard Spider-Man at Ho. Who, did, was that Soldier Boy too? No, it was like somebody else that came through after. It'd be oh. like, hey, we're also out here Spider-Man and them. Uh, okay, y'all... On the post, the Instagram post, if you guys are listening, go and let us know what songs you listened to as a kid and didn't realize were inappropriate. Well, not inappropriate, but like were completely not what you thought they were until you were an adult. I've been seeing some videos where people were like bringing up questionable lyrics. Like? I can't even think of it, but I feel like it was like baby the baby? No. Hella babies. Um. 
Okay, actually, I don't know what it was. Sorry for... Um, don't go chasing waterfalls. Stick to the rivers and the lakes that you used to. What's that about? Um, I don't know. Don't fuck with people you don't usually fuck it's with. It's about HIV. The whole song? The whole song is about HIV. I thought it was just like one verse was about it. The whole song. HIV. And people didn't even get that clarity until the video dropped. They're like, wait a minute. Well, when she said three letters took him to his final resting place, y'all don't hear me. Hold up. Y'all don't hear me. That's when I was like, oh, this verse is about HIV. Yeah. But I didn't know it was a whole song. The Macarena? What? It's about cheating on your boyfriend. You still know the dance? Yeah. Hey. Really? Yeah. Well, she literally sings like, now come on, what was I supposed to do? He was out of town. His two friends were so fine. What? <laughs> Actually, yeah. I don't think I ever knew the words to that song. The Electric Slide? What? It's about uh, it's masturbating electric. with a vibrator. <laughs> what? What are you, like, like shocking yourself? Me? Yeah, I don't know. No, not you, but like the person with the vibrator. It's electric. And it's sliding. Woogie woogie. Dang, it's dirty. Mm-hmm. And we be dancing to that song at all the barbecues. You do. Next, Too Close is about dancing and your dick getting hard while you dance. That's the one. Yep. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of songs that are about other stuff. A lot of, um, you know, Barbie Girl. What? It's actually about the objectification of women. What they didn't know was going to happen was women were going to objectify themselves to their song. <laughs> um, I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie, Barbie girl. Life in plastic is fantastic. You can brush my hair. She says, make me walk, me make me talk. Do whatever you please. I can act like a star. I can beg. On my knees. Yeah, so apparently you do know some of these words. Well, I know Barbie Girl. I mean, Barbie World or whatever the fuck. But like, okay, I can't, and this is shit. It's like, wow, my mom let me sing this. I think I had it on cassette um, and re- replayed it. But that's because I literally was still playing with or had just got done playing with Barbie dolls, like mm-hmm. grew out of playing with them. So I'm really like just looking at it as we're singing about being an actual Barbie. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of songs about actual murders. Wow. Yeah. All these are like old white people. Hmm. Well. That was you, an unexpected Do you know any turn. songs that aren't about anything, that, uh, that aren't about what you would expect? Uh, The only one that came to mind was that next one. I'm sure like later I'll think about it like, oh, fuck, that was one too. Or I'll listen to it like, whoa, I didn't know they said all this shit. You know who used to be real disrespectful about women was Jay-Z. Did he? I was listening to some of his shit. I was like, damn. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. I know um, uh, there's love songs about guns where it's like, this is my baby. This is not about a woman. This Mm -mm. is about my peace. Mm -hmm. There's a lot. Um, I'll give you a couple more, okay? 
You ready? Yes, I am. I'm excited. Jay-Z. 99 Problems. That song's about their gun? No. That song is about money. It's about money. Um, J. Cole has a song with a misdirection in it that's really good where it sounds like it's about like fucking and getting it in. And it's really about never having fucked, never having gotten it in and acting like you do. Mm, that's not that's not the same. You think that's a stretch? And I feel like we've talked about this song before on the podcast. Well, for the listeners who listen regularly, congratulations. You heard us <laughs> talk about a topic twice. No, not that. But like that obviously is a song that uh, is in your rotation a lot for it to be brought up again. But I don't think that that's the same as what we're talking about. Okay. He's like fronting mm-hmm. in that song, but that that's not like saying like, oh, I'm talking about being in love, but he's actually talking about drugs. Right. So there's songs that are about Okay. Travis Gambino so, got a song about summer something, and he's actually talking about global warming. Is he really? What's it called? Here's some songs like that are like, they come off as innocent and like boppy, you know, like it's a bop, but they're not. Hey Ya by Outkast. Yeah. What's that about? It's just, it's, it's a little, it's a little gangster. Um, it's, it's, it's Hey Ya sounds like, you know, Hey Ya, uh, Hey oh. Ya. Yeah. Uh, oh. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a story about like. Being unable to find happiness and having an unwillingness to fix it. Jeez. Yeah. Oh my, but that's like hella, it's fucking deep. Just like being a celebrity and putting on this face, being happy for everyone, but really behind closed doors, it's fucking dark and sad and depressing. Right. Good Lord. Johnny Cash has hit I've Been Everywhere. Most people are familiar with it because it plays in like a lot of commercials. I've know. been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere. You could sing some good country. Well, <laughs> um, he's been everywhere. But here's the little detail. And this, this site I found says, except for one itty bitty tiny little detail, stuck right at the end of a list of cities is the hitchhiker who the song is written through the hitchhiker's eyes. Uh-huh. Uh-oh. Is he, he killing people? makes a confession people? that he's a killer. Oh, fuck. So now it's troublesome that he's been everywhere, man, killing everywhere. Oh, my gosh. And it's like, if they're investigating music now, like rap lyrics and convicting people for crimes, how come shit like that wasn't investigated? Because where do you find inspiration to sing about a serial killer hitchhiker? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Is it crazy? Yes. Why are you singing about shit like that? That's not relatable. Who can relate to that? Serial killers. <laughs> 
It's in commercials. And also, why, as the marketing team in a corporation, aren't you doing your homework about the music that you're using? I don't know, but if it doesn't sound like it, then it is what it is. There's hip-hop songs that sound beautiful, but they really got, like, fucked up lyrics in them. Like, we ain't getting no younger. We might as well do it. Oh. Let's get married. Yes. I used to talk about that on stage. A guy just looks at a girl like, mm, crow's feet, titties starting to sag. Let's just let's just lock it down. We're getting old. <laughs> you ain't, I mean, what, what other options you got? Let's just get married before I can't take a knee. I was actually just telling Shauna, I was listening to some old Usher the other day. And you know that song uh, when he's like, if I wanted, I could take you from your man? Mm-hmm. Those lyrics were like, what? She's like, no, I don't. I, no, you can't. And I don't want you. Yes, I can, and I will. He says, there's the girl singing in the song, right? Uh, if I want it, I could take you from your man. Mm-hmm. Please believe my eyes closed. No, you can't. Da-da-da, I don't want you. Yeah. Yes, I can, and I will if, if I want to. So it's like, girl, you don't want me. You're trying to act like you don't want me, but I'm still going to get that thing. Uh-huh. It's quite forceful. She hasn't consented to you snatching her from her man. He's saying, I can ha- I'll take you. These songs have secret meanings. And you can enjoy it more knowing it because it's like an Easter egg. Or you could just be oblivious to it and just be chilling. It's me. I'm oblivious. And I, I just feel like I don't be deep enough to begin shit. Like, Charles Gambino, I like him, but all his shit has secret meaning to it. Right. Michael Jackson has a song called Ben. B-E-N? Yeah. People thought it was about a friendship that he had. It's not. It's about his relationship between a boy and a rat named Ben. Oh, oh my gosh. That's kind of sweet. But also sad because it's like, is that his story? He's the boy. Oh, my gosh. Wait, in his little movie, did he have a friend rat? Yes. And friend his, rat? Uh what? Rat friend? Rat, yeah. And like didn't his didn't it get killed or trapped? His dad killed it. Like yeah. Yeah, I put a rat out of my goddamn house. Okay, I vaguely remember that. It's like Ben. That's so sad. So he made a song about it. So um song went did crazy numbers. Okay, so this kind of like reminds me of the conversation you and I were having about the AI rap the AI rapper mm-hmm. and how like you were saying like that shit's not new. Like, we've been having AI rappers, and that's why all the music sounds the same. And this kind of just reminds me of, like, how genuine we, we've had, like, really great artists in our time. And you're seeing that shit fade away now. Like, because here he is writing music about his childhood, or here people are, like, making music with secret meanings, mm-hmm. you know? That's hella creative. Even if it's about a serial killer, a hitchhiker, you know? that A computer can't do that shit. Right. It's kind of sad. Is it? Because a computer can do that kind of shit. Uh, they can't pull from human experiences. You don't have to. You can plug in 125 words, and then the AI can construct, based on the definitions of things and what flows together and what phonetically rhymes and sounds good, and give you lyrics. But who cares if you just made up a story? Where Michael Jackson's actually talking about his little rat friend 
from when he was a kid. The thing is, like that's you, more meaningful. Meaningful, yes, but you could also tell the computer to make a song about a little boy and his rat friend. Nah, it don't matter. And it's like the little boy fed the rat cheese. The little boy only met it when he's on his knees. <laughs> the little boy beg, please, please, please. I really like your computer voice. Yeah. <laughs> the little boy fed the rat. The little boy fed. The little boy fed. The little boy cheese. The little boy had the cheese. The little boy had the cheese. Only down on his knees begging, please, please, please. It's my friend, friend, friend. It's my friend. And then they plug it in, and here's what's even more crazy. I think we've been at AI rap because you can take the entire lyrics that this AI has made, copy, paste it into a different AI program, and this one, when you put the lyrics in, it's got a drop down. You just click it, and the selections that you can choose from is like 50 of our most famous rappers of today. So them same words can now sound like pick a rapper. They in, can do in Kendrick. the rhythm of- A little boy on his knee. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. The little boy on his knees. And then you'd be like, Drake, the little boy on his knees. Rick Ross, oh, the little boy on his knees. Uh. <laughs> no. You could do it. I hate this. So I feel like our generation, for us to say, like, the music today sucks or they don't make good music anymore, like, I feel like we have a legit ass yeah. concern. Where our parents, when they said that about our our music, at least like it was still real. Mm-hmm. This is ridiculous. Is it? Yeah, I don't like it. Because the music doesn't have any meaning or story behind it. Mm. There's that- some songs. Check this one out. In the air tonight. I can feel it. Feel it in the air tonight. Hold Ooh. on. The audience thought that song was about a drowning swimmer. What? Yeah. That's what they thought the song was about? Yeah, because so what... he has a bar in it that says, if you told me you were drowning, I would not lend a hand. Okay, they took it like literally. Yeah. So what? what is the song really about? He doesn't even know. Oh, fuck. <laughs> me talking about music used to have an actual fucking story, and he doesn't <laughs> even know. Literally doesn't even know. This 1980 <laughs> hit, he's like, look, man. This is what he says, quote, I don't know what that song is about. When Fuck. I was writing this, I was going through a divorce, and the only thing I could say about it is that it's obviously I was in anger. It's the angry side or the bitter side of separation. So what makes it even more comical is when I hear these stories, which started many years ago, particularly in America, of someone coming up to me and saying, did you really see someone drowning? He's like, I said, no, wrong. Oh, my. Okay. I just, I'm really disappointed. People really think it's just jamming out, man. You could drown in your sorrow, in your emotion, in debt. Why would they really think that that was somebody drowning? Talk about singing about your crimes. It just. (laughs) (laughs) That is so silly. I don't like when artists leave it like, oh, I'm leaving it up to um, the consumer's interpretation. I mean, that's what he could have said instead of just saying, I don't know. Sting. Every breath you take. Uh-huh. Well, to the police was, was before <gasps> Sting broke out. Oh, wait, wait. The police, like that was the name of the band? Yeah. Okay. I thought you were saying it's about the police. No, <laughs> Which, that's dark. Every breath you take, every move you make, 
It's the one that Diddy yeah. used for the sample. Yeah. Uh-huh. People get married to this. It sounds like a love song. Well, after Diddy did it, I always thought that was like a farewell funeral song. Well, because he flipped the meaning of it. But that's part of why Sting gets $2,000 a day from Diddy every day for redefining what the song meant. Because Sting was pissed off. And he feels, it says, Sting felt disconcerted after finding out listeners enjoyed Every Breath You Take and thought it was a love song. People were getting married to it. He says, the track really emphasizes control and jealousy. It's about... Like a stalker? No, Big Brother. It's about the government oh. watching everything we do. Oh, my gosh. Well, goodness. And then that kind of makes you think about the marriage that got married to it. Like, what kind of future do you guys have? A very controlling one. Right. So, Tutti Fruity? Tutti Fruity? Um, Little Richard? Yep. They were just dancing to it. Uh-huh. Tutti Fruity, I own a Rudy. Tutti Fruity, I own a Rudy. Ooh, okay, Tutti hit fruity, that note. I own a Rudy. Ah, Tutti Fruity, I own a Rudy. It was Elvis Presley's favorite song of the time, so he was a major fan of it, and he covered the song on his 1956 album titled Elvis Presley. It was that big of a song. Elvis came out dancing to it, and it says unsuspecting fans had no idea the song's original lyrics were about sex. Tutti Fruity's initial chorus included the lyrics, Tutti Fruity, good booty. <laughs> if it don't fit, don't force it. You can Ooh. grease it and make it easy. Oh my. Tutti Fruity. Little Richard wrote a song. Yo! Anal sex. And for radio, they made it Tutti Fruity, all a Rudy. Yo! Tutti Fruity, all Rudy. Butt sex. Yeah, in that ass. Ew. People were having butt sex back then? Uh, it's kind of been a thing for a very long time. I just feel like that. I'm talking. I since before, like before time, people have been getting hit in the butt. In the booty? In the booty. Really? Yeah, they talk about like Greek philosophers that had men that they would smash in the butt. Okay, well. And they didn't even consider themselves gay. They were just like, I don't want to procreate. So this is what my assistants do. That kind of stuff. Yeah. Ah, uh, I'm fruity. shooketh. They were all a Rudy, okay? And Rudy, I feel like that's another word for booty. So did he really do a good job? The rooter? The, the rooter to the tutor? Wait, is that like the root to the toot and that the toot is? So what is it? I don't know. I just feel like I could see the booty stuff, but dang, greasing and releasing or whatever you say. <laughs> She can grease it so you can get on Yo, the he could have had a KY Jelly brand deal. <laughs> really? Yo, KY, you guys should really bring that song back. Like, this is the unreleased version. Here's another one. Okay. Mega viral song, Gangnam Style. Whoop, 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 Gangnam Style. Yeah. Okay, everyone was trying to do that damn dance. I'll just read it straight up. It says, while you were too busy dancing and singing Gangnam Style by Psy, you most likely missed what the song was truly about. Psy, a South Korean musician, fooled many people with his catchy song. According to Psy, Gangnam Style makes fun of people living in the Gangnam district of Seoul by calling them posers and wannabes. 
Maybe so, no one noticed the song's meaning because Sai distracted everybody with his dance moves. Sai actually put a lot of thought into the choreography for the music video. For 30 days, Sai tried to figure out the perfect dance move for the song, and he settled on the iconic horse-trotting move. Many people appreciated his hard work. In September 2012, Gangnam Style became the most liked video on YouTube ever. So everyone was dancing to it. Everyone that was dancing to it was basically who he was singing about. Yeah, he basically was like making fun of a hood in Seoul, Korea. And then it's the most like video and everybody in that hood is like. Can you imagine the type of power he felt? Power? Yes. Like, wow, I fucking got all of you. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's one in here about uh, abortion by the Goo Goo Dolls called Slide. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And so like, a lot of people, a lot of people weren't sure what it was about, but. It was, you know, that's what it's about. I because they made it sound like it was about romance. Uh huh. It was about a young Catholic girl who unexpectedly gets pregnant and then sorts it out. Kendrick Lamar. Ooh. Swimming pools. Okay. Yeah. What was about? People think that it's a pro drinking song. But. Pull up, drink, Uh get shot, drink. Right. It's an anti-drinking song. He doesn't want you to drink no more. Wow. Mm-hmm. People just hear what they want to hear. They get the catchy little parts and just run with it. Yeah. He's like, there's no excuse because his friends are always just like, pull up, nigga, drank. Uh-huh. And he put it into the form of a song. So it says, Kendrick Lamar also discusses his own experience with alcoholism. Lamar's friends pressure him to drink, and Lamar gives gives in many times. You know, I got to go to work. Nigga, drank. Out of this, nigga, drank. Okay. I got. I gotta go. Drank. Mm-hmm. Ended up being a, an anthem where we're all like pouring shots and singing it. That's the the turn up song. That's mm-hmm. what we gonna play at the pre front. Yeah. Do you say pre funk or pre game? Funk. Oh yay! Mm-hmm. Me and Shauna always have a debate on whether it's pre game or pre funk. Obviously, I'm team pre funk. Mm-hmm. And she's team pre game. Mm. Born in the USA by Bruce Springsteen. Born in the USA. Is that how it goes? Yeah. But there's a reason why like presidents use it to come out and then he's like, stop. Uh-oh. That's an anti-war song, anti-recruitment, anti-draft song. <laughs> that You know about the draft, right? You know there was a draft? You know what that means? Like when you're 18, you had to sign up to go they to took, war? Yeah, they took like every... Fa- if the family had more than one son, they took like the oldest and forced them to go to war. And if that didn't work, they came back and got the other son. Oh. And they made them go to war. I didn't know that part. I thought just if you're a male and once you turn 18, you had to sign up. It was like Hunger Games. Every male. Sorry. The first thing that came to my mind was Mulan. That too. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's about what you're... Exp- exposed to but he was talking about how this the song is actually about um the frustrations a frustrated citizen who was forced to fight in the vietnam war because after the soldier returned home he struggled to find a job a place to belong any sorts of sense of community and so it sounds like a positive song about being born in the usa but the lyrics actually criticize the government and the treatment of soldiers and veterans so ain't that a bitch i gave up my life for this country and this country came and take care of me yeah when once I've served. Yeah, so it says many politicians like Ronald Reagan didn't understand the song and tried to use it for their presidential campaigns. 
and you're the main one you running the shit. People to war. Right. Wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, that still happens. I feel like there's so many like homeless vets that it just doesn't even make sense. Yeah. It's pretty fucked up. Yeah, a lot of people think it's about nothing. It's just a little bop. And that song is, <laughs> this is what one of the Hanson members says, Zach Hanson. He says, what that song talks about is you've got to hold on to the things that really matter. Mbop represents a frame of time or the futility of life. Things are going to be gone, whether it's your age and your youth or not. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was getting kind of concerned at first because they were hella young when yeah. they sang that song, right? Electric slides about a vibrator. That's in here. I knew that, and, and now I'm just telling you. Wow. All right. Well, I mean, we kind of went over a lot, but if you guys can think over, uh, think up of any other songs that you think are crazy or lyrics that just like threw you off, like why the fuck would they say that? Yeah. Then uh, I would love to converse with you guys about that. I think it's fun when you guys reach out after an episode or while you're listening and we can chat about the crazy stuff that Nate be saying. Uh-huh. Crazy stuff that I be saying? Yeah. What do I be saying? The crazy shit that happens on the podcast. The silly stuff that you say. Okay. Oh, like, shit. stop calling peepees peepees. Nah. Penises. All the stuff you refer to that stuff. Where are we at? We're at the part where you say the D word one time nah. and then we leave. I did. I said Dick Wolf. <laughs> you said it multiple times. <laughs> you just got so happy. <laughs> I looked over at her, you guys. And because that was like a smart, quick little, like the fact her eyebrows were up. I did. I said Dick Wolf. <laughs> like, Riley's in her lap and he, he picked his head up like, what happened? <laughs> Why is she so happy? I got to take the wins when I can because I'm not always as quick on my feet as you are. Well, that was a W and that was and you're a real one. Yeah. Let's close this thing out. Okay. Tell them where to find us. Please join us in the conversation at Afternoon Squeeze Pod on Instagram. You can also hit me up, Brittany Free. We do have a Facebook too if you guys are into that shit. Just look up Afternoon Squeeze. Mm-hmm. And you can follow me, Mr. Nate Jackson, at Mr. Nate Jackson, or uh, follow the comedy club at Super Funny Comedy Club. We got some cool stuff coming up, man. Um, our next headliner is the funniest woman I've ever seen do stand up comedy with my own eyes. And she might be one of the funniest people I've ever seen, no matter gender, race, doesn't matter. Coco Brown is coming. Labor Day weekend. Is it Labor Day weekend? Yeah. Oh, I'm about, about to have me a little three-day weekend. Okay. You about yes. To- <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah.